0: Jesus, I trust in you. Jesus, we trust in you. These words, I think, are very important for us to pray as we gather today to seek the Lord's mercy upon the world at this time, upon our state, upon all our communities, our families, and ourselves. Jesus, I trust in you. It was about a year after establishing Divine Mercy Sunday that Pope John John Paul II, he declared this. Jesus said to St. Faustina one day, Humanity will never find peace until it turns with trust to divine mercy. Divine mercy. This is the Easter gift the Church receives from the risen Christ. And offers to humanity." It's the end of that quote. So, friends, we must bring these great trials of this pandemic into God's divine mercy. You know, the mercy of God is the most beautiful truth of our faith. Truly, the most beautiful truth of our faith. God loves us, for love, love for us is so great, His love for us is so deep, unfailing love that surrounds us at all times, whether we are aware of it or not. His love is always there to support us. It's always there to lift us up and to lead us on and to show us his mercy. You know, Saint Faustina, in her diary, which records her dialogue with the Lord Jesus, Jesus said this to her, proclaim that mercy is the the greatest attribute of God. Proclaim that mercy is the greatest attribute of God. All the works of my hands are crowned with mercy. All the works, he's saying that to us today, all the works of my hands, are crowned with mercy. You know, the whole mystery of Easter, which we continue to celebrate, is all about God's mercy. Jesus is the face of the Father's mercy. You know, we just heard about the disciples. They were locked in a room out of fear, right? They were living in fear. The death of Jesus sent them into fear. They were paralyzed and in hiding. Because this is what fear does it paralyzes and isolates us locking us in around ourselves many are feeling paralyzed today living in fear in the midst of this coronavirus Jesus appeared before them in fact he came through a locked door we heard transcending all space and time revealing that he can break through all obstacles all obstacles even doubt and sin and fear You know, the gifts of Easter, have we received them? This is what they are. Mercy, redemption, forgiveness, reconciliation, and conversion. And faith, hope, and love, and new life. These are all the gifts of Easter that we've been given. And they're all here presented to the apostles, to the disciples, when Jesus says to them, peace be with you. Shalom. You know, the Hebrew shalom is more than just simply peace. Peace, peace, peace. It's so much deeper than that. You know, it's this complete peace. It's a feeling of of total contentment. It's, It's completeness. Imagine completeness and wholeness, complete harmony. This is what they would experience as they accepted this amazing grace. And Jesus, just doesn't want to burst through locked doors, but he wants to burst into every part of our lives, into our bodies, our souls, our spirits, our minds, bringing this shalom, this peace, this completeness that comes only through him and his Holy Spirit. And this shalom which Jesus offers is complete mercy. It's divine mercy. Jesus' is suffering, death, and resurrection explodes with mercy. Mercy pours out from the heart of our crucified and risen Lord. In that closed door upper room, Jesus invited Thomas and the other disciples to place their hand in his side and their fingers in his hand to feel those sacred wounds, to feel those sacred wounds. He invites us to contemplate his wounds by which we have been healed and given life. We are healed by his wounds. You know, St. Faustina experienced that Christ's mercy comes to us through his wounds. She wrote that Jesus told her this and I quote my daughter tell the whole world about my inconceivable mercy I desire that the feast of mercy be a refuge and shelter for all souls especially for poor sinners. I pour out a ocean of graces, a whole ocean of graces. Imagine that. A whole ocean of graces upon those souls who approach the fount of my mercy. That ocean of mercy comes through the wounds of Jesus Christ. As we see in his post-resurrection appearances, Jesus does not appear to his disciples and to his apostles without his wounds. They were there. We are invited into those wounds so that all of us, all of us, may experience the power of his love, the source of life which gushed forth from the heart of Jesus as the fount of mercy for us. O fount of mercy, unfathomable divine mercy, envelop the whole world and empty yourself out upon us. These wounds of Jesus are are a rendezvous place where God and man meet, opening our hearts to the hope of being loved forever, despite our sinfulness. Rather than a sign of weakness, it is there, in his wounds, where we find life. In other words, Jesus' wounds are a place of receptivity for all of us. You know, it's no accident that Thomas wanted to put his fingers in the wounds of Jesus. That's no accident. And from that experience, he could, he could proclaim, my Lord and my God. Jesus, I trust in you. In that experience, in that experience, he was receptive. He received this ocean of mercy in that moment. Saint Faustina wrote in her diary that Jesus told her these words as well. When it seems to you that your suffering exceeds your strength, contemplate my wounds. When it seems to you that your suffering exceeds your strength, contemplate my wounds." There was a 20th century German Carmelite mystic, Sister Maria of the Crucified Love. She was given this revelation. And I quote, Where, where will you turn to when in the coming time the difficulties grow still greater? Where will you turn to? My sacred wounds will be your surest refuge. Nowhere are you better protected. So friends, this place of union with Jesus is where we place our hearts. But not just our hearts, we place our hurts. We place our sufferings. We place our sins. We place our disappointments etc. etc. Whatever our pain and suffering is as we place them in the wounds of Jesus. It's a place of union. We push them into the sight of Christ. Push them into the sight of Christ so that our wounds are meeting his wounds. By placing by pushing our small wounds into this great open wounds of Jesus it's there we find healing because the wounds of Christ are filled with his divine mercy. Have you ever thought about the word mercy? We've all heard the word misericordia, right? It's composed of two words misericordia, two words, misery and cordia. Cordia is heart, misery is misery. The heart indicates this capacity to love, and mercy is that love which flows from the heart and embraces the misery of others. It's a love that feels our poverty as its own with a view of freeing us from it. The very heart of Jesus embraces our misery In whatever form it might be, embraces our misery in his into his heart and transforms it through his divine mercy. But Christ also sends us into the world to enter into the wounds of others wherever we find ourselves and to whomever Christ sends us. Like Jesus, we can never be afraid to enter into the wounds of others in order to bring love there, Christ's love, that merciful love which Christ alone can give. So friends, when when this happens, mercy can become a true reality for us personally and for the world. So today, as we gather here with Jesus and reflect upon his open wounds, as we gather for this holy hour, we place the suffering Of all the affected, those affected by this coronavirus, we place all this suffering into the wounds of Jesus so that he may embrace this misery and transform it and heal it through his divine mercy. Jesus, we trust in you.